The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guests, and callers. And now, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hi, everyone, and we are back. We are back with the second half of our program today, Patricia Raskin Positive Living. And my guest is Susan McCrossan, and she has created an incredible technique for children and adults with ADD, ADHD, and dyslexia. Her book is Breaking the Learning Barrier. She specializes in treating various learning difficulties. Susan began studying the links between learning difficulties and acupressure to develop the powerful Cross-Analogies Brain Integration Technique, BIT, in 1988. Susan McCrossan has researched and written many articles on the subject and has trained hundreds of practitioners in the United States, Europe, and Australia. And her clinic is in Boulder, Colorado. Welcome, Susan. Oh, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes. So... It's interesting, you know, so many of the people that I interview, what their specialty is, is what they've had to go through themselves or they've had to overcome themselves. And that really happened for you. So explain the origins of your own learning disability and how you develop this technique kind of as an outgrowth of that. Right. They say you teach what you mostly need to learn. So, yeah, that's absolutely true. That's my motto. That's from Richard Bach's book, Illusion. Job, yes, job yes. Living Siegel says, I write that in my books because I'm doing the same thing. I, wasn't, I, I didn't necessarily grow up in a lot of positivity, and my mission is to help the world be more positive. So there you have it. <laughs> All right, so go ahead. So tell us. Okay, so I had a problem at school. Uh, growing up in Australia, we have the British system, which after 12 years of school, you end up with one set of state-run final exams, and that's your high school grade and your university entrance. And so uh, I worked very hard, didn't get anything less than an A- minus in my final years, but when I came to sit for the exams, I, not understanding that I had a problem, I foolishly uh, took a history subject where they require a lot of um, de- you know, names and dates, and that was where my problem was. I couldn't rote-memorize things. So I failed ancient Greek history, which I tell people has never really held me back in life, but technically it was a fail for high school. And so there was no summer school. You'd have to repeat the entire year again, and uh, they take 10% of the mark off if you're coming through a second time. So luckily for me, um, in year 10, I had a scholarship based on so-called IQ. I'm very good at what's the next little pattern in the series, and I was able to talk my way into a technical college. And so... Uh, years later, <clears throat> when I developed this work and I was the original guinea pig, because I, I didn't identify that I had a learning problem. They just, uh, my reports were full of Susan could do much better if she tried harder. Mm. Um, I had, had uh, done the work on myself, or I developed it with a partner. We did each other. 
I went back to university at 39, uh, told them my last year of education, which was at the technical school, so I never had to confess that I'd failed high school, did a double degree in neuroscience and psychology um, so that I could get access to the brain scanning equipment before and after this treatment, and graduated equal top student. So um, ended up with a, an additional year degree, so I've done two major theses around this work, and uh, no one was more shocked than me because I did what seemed like the same amount of work that I did through high school, but the outcome was completely different. Mm. So how did you develop your own technology and technique? So there are things out there that involve exercises. Uh, There's various techniques, and you need to march and do a balance board. The balance board's hoping to uh, change the vestibular system in next to the inner ear, hoping to improve that. And so it's all from the outside. And my experience was I did very well in all those things. That wasn't my problem. And nothing really made the difference of me. And with, with my partner, he, uh, he had a good, he was a gifted learner at school. So I was questioning him on how he memorized certain things. And he said, well, I see, I see it in my head. I see it in my mind's eye. And I said to him, well, it's like a black hole in my head. I don't see anything. And so that was the beginning of the clue that I was doing something different or not doing something that I should. And we're working with children with learning difficulties and a child psychologist was sending us kids and she had set them for the WISC, the Wexler Intelligence Scale for Children that's been used for many de- decades because it's got a very high test retest reliability. So if you test at 15 in the 55th percentile of same age people, you'll be there when you're 50 and so we were working on those kids. She was reassessing them six months to a year later, and they were five timesing and quadrupling their scores, which is uh, considered not possible. And functionally, they completely changed. And now they were able to perform in school, their bad behavior went away. And it's really just a matter of wiring. If you kind of think yeah, of the brain. Yeah, that was my question is what were you know, explain what is it? the technology? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So. If you go into the house, this has a good way to explain it, if you go into the house and turn on the light switch and nothing goes on, you don't assume it's irreparably broken. You check the bulbs, you check I the switch, see. you check the circuit breakers, right? I am so going so in and doing that with the brain. So it's a miswiring in the brain is what you're saying. Yes. Well, so when they scan brains, they're looking at blood flow and electrical activity. I'm changing the electrical activity and the blood flow in the brain so that areas that were more dormant, not dead, but dormant, now become activated, and as soon as they're online, just like repairing a broken leg, you start using it. Now, Susan, can you do this by yourself with exercises, or in addition, do you need, whether it's acupressure or acupuncture or massage? No, no, it's a very specific technique, just gentle holding, no needles, because I don't think I'd get any children back a second time. Um, And acupuncture in general, Chinese medicine, is aimed at, restoring health and improving the quality of the different organs in the body and it's very good for that for long-term chronic conditions but they don't focus on learning difficulties so I've taken something from the um, from the eastern world and applied it to my western knowledge of neurology and it turns out that those meridians in the on the body run on the outside of the body and tell the physical body what to do and if I make a manipulation there it's, you know, it's complex, it's about 80 steps, it takes me quite a while to teach people, um, then suddenly the function comes back, just like turning the circuit breakers back on. Mm. So it's something that you can or you cannot do by yourself? You can't do it by yourself. You need training on what to do. It's too complex. 
would be mm-hmm. a bit like expecting to be able to be a neurosurgeon with no so training. Let me ask, so let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. So a, a listener is listening to this program. They have a child or they have a parent or they have, with, with either ADD, ADHD, or dyslexia. And, you know, they don't live in your part of the world in Boulder. What right. can they do to get this information? So there's, I have a website, thecrossonology.com, and there are practitioners around the country, and they can find someone in their area. And so I certify those practitioners. And, you know, they have to do case studies to uh, become certified. So I know they're competent. So you actually discovered this technique on your own. Mm-hmm. I developed it with a partner, yes. That's really amazing. And what you're saying is that you can permanently improve the flow of information in your brain. Yes. When and you, you say in less than 10 hours. Yes. They just, they just start using them. Seems amazing. Now, now, I mean, I was shocked so, when I started being able to memorize things. I'm like, wow, where did that come from? Because you don't so, feel anything from your, inside your head. And suddenly so Susan, you're doing a task you, do you couldn't this, do. If you do this one time... Is that it, or do you yes. have to keep... No. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, it's a one-time. Wow. You don't keep coming back. It's not like massage or chiropractic, right? That's amazing. <laughs> now, now, in, now, this kind of thing, um, does insurance accept this, or is this definitely... Oh, than- I'm out, totally out on left field, you know. I'm 27 yeah. years in, and I'm still considered new, this work. It takes is quite a long time to make a is paradigm this shift. Is affordable for people, Susan? Well, people charge different rates depending, you know, where they are and what, how good they think they are. And so, you know, they could be charging somewhere from 100 to 180 an hour. And on average, it takes about eight hours. And, with, you know, the newer students, it takes them longer, maybe 10 or 12. But that's it. That's a permanent change. I've had clients coming in where they've spent six to $800 a month in medication. So this is the cheapest option I know. Mm-hmm. And plus all the tutoring that you do, all those tutoring at $45, $50 a time, a couple of times a week over years to try and keep them up to speed in class. Very expensive. And you're improving concentration, memory, concentration, spelling, memory. reading. Yes. You have yeah. eye tracking. That's all involved. Uh, the vestibular system because we... If you ever hold a book in front of yourself and move your head from side to side, your eyes stay fixated on the page. To be able to do that is necessary. To be mm. able to process what you hear, be able to sit in a lecture and take notes at the same time. There's many adults that can't do that. So they talk about. Talk, we have three minutes to the break, and then we're going to come back. Okay. Talk about. Give us a case, either your case yourself or someone else that you worked with, and tell us where they were and what what you were or trainer did. And the results. Give us an actual case. Okay, so I worked on a boy. Uh, he was 15. This is a, a few decades ago now. And uh, he, in, in Australia, when you're in year nine of school, you can finish at the end of that year if you want to and go to a trade school for the kids that aren't that academic. So he was at the beginning of that year. He did not want to, uh, you know, he was going to finish that year and leave. And 10 years later, I get a letter back from him saying that I, by the time he got to the end of that year, he was doing really well, passing exams, so he stayed on and did the full high school, went on to the main technical school in Melbourne in Australia, 
uh, got a certificate of merit for something he, mm. uh, he studied photography and got a new way of developing things. He got the only certificate of merit ever given. He now works in a professional camera store. He's really happy and they want to send him to do electronics training and he does photography on the side and he has uh, pictures in the Australian Geographic that he's taken. He said he just wanted to thank me. I have the letter from him that thanked me for changing his life. Isn't that incredible? It is incredible. It opens up avenues for you because you've got choices. You don't just get streamed into the only thing you can pass. Are you working mostly on children or is it adults, older adults? Well, they bring their child in. <laughs> That's the motivation to come. And then one so of the parents usually children. ends up no, stepping I mean, up. In, in terms of the treatments, is it mostly for children? No, 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 no. I always end up doing a parent, sometimes both. And sometimes the grandparents. Wow. And then I do the cousins. I've got a couple of families where I've, you know, there were eight siblings and they've all got children. I've seen pretty much all of them. Mm. All right, we're going to take a break. My guest is really pretty amazing. Her name is Susan McCrossin. She has developed this groundbreaking technique to eradicate ADD, ADHD, and dyslexia. The name of her book is Breaking the Learning Barrier, and she can help you permanently improve the flow of information in your brain in less than 10 hours without drugs or surgery. And it will help you improve concentration, memory, spelling, reading, planning, multitasking, and a lot more. And again, it's Susan McCross, and we're going to come back after the break. Susan, what is your website again, please? It's crossonology.com. It's C-R-O-S-S-I-N-O-L-O-G-Y.com. All right. We'll be back with Susan McCrossin right after the break, right here on Patricia Raskin Positive Living on voiceamerica.com. America's Voice. We'll be right back. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com Are you or someone you know interested in attending college? With both college tuition and college enrollment up 60% since 2002, there is a lot of competition, and careful planning needs to be a part of the process. Tune in to Getting In, a College Coach Conversation, hosted by Elizabeth Heaton and featuring a team of college coach experts. We'll bring you the tips, techniques, and know-how to navigate the road to college and do so the smart way. Listen live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Families today face unique challenges. Marriage, parenting, and family forms have changed a lot in the last century. Family Matters with Dr. Virginia Collin will focus on building and maintaining healthy family relationships. We will discuss marriage, divorce, family mediation, parenting, lifestyles, and mental health. All kinds of family matters. Our show will feature guest experts and your participation, too. You can listen to Family Matters live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. 
If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com. Now, back to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Welcome back to the second part of our program today, Patricia Raskin Positive Living. My guest is Susan McCrossan. Her book is Breaking the Learning Barrier, and she has developed an incredible technology called Crossonology to eradicate ADD, ADHD, and dyslexia. And she helped herself. She developed this on her own to help her own issues and learning disabilities. And now she's helped thousands of others and has trained thousands of others across this country and other countries. Welcome back, Susan. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I have my assistant here, Marcy, who has a son who's ADD, and she has a question or a story to tell you and ask you. Okay. So he is 13 now, um, and he's got an amazing memory, but he just does he's not able to focus or sit still. Um, and it's surprising that he's got this amazing memory given that he doesn't focus. So I remember, um, I'll do this very quickly, when he was in preschool, um, his teacher said to me before he moved, they allowed him to move on to kindergarten that he doesn't, he doesn't sit during circle time and he doesn't retain anything and that he's not paying attention. And I said to her, do you know that he's not paying attention? And she said, well, I'm assuming because he's not sitting with the other children. He's running around in the back of the room climbing on the toys and things like that. And I said, well, I think you need to ask him tomorrow what you taught today and what you talked about, because every day he comes home and he tells me verbatim every story and everything you did. And so she asked him the next day, and he spit back verbatim every story, every lesson. (laughs) And she came back thoroughly shocked and apologized to me. And I said, said, he's just not sitting still, but he's listening and paying attention. He just can't sit. he He needs to move to pay attention. He does. When we do his homework at night, I mean, yes, it's a chore, but he's doing cartwheels across the living room floor. (laughs) He's running circles around the table. As he's spinning answers to me, he just can't sit to write the answers. I have to actually write them for him because he, by nighttime, his medication's worn off and he can't sit to focus to do his homework. He might be running off and going to joining the circus. Yeah, well, we've... He does do acting and drama, and we do have a pull-up bar across his door, which has been a lifesaver because he'll go in in the winter, especially. He'll play on the pull-up bar. We used to have a trampoline in the backyard, and that was great. Um, But I really have to make sure that he runs around because it helps him to focus better. So when you say he's got good memory, what's his spelling like? His spelling? Is he a good speller? Um, He's better than I am. Yeah, would you say he was good or just okay? I would say he's probably pretty good. I mean, he's okay. in seventh grade. And, and, does he, and does he read for pleasure? Does he read for pleasure? Not much. And was he able to learn his math times tables? Um, he still struggles with those. Right. So what you're telling me is he remembers episodic memory. And we've got two sides of our brain. We've got a creative, emotional, intuitive side called the gestalt, and we're born with that. And that remembers who was at the party, what they wore, what they said, all that kind of material, like being in the classroom, what the teacher did, and so long as he's moving around. But you've got the logical side as well, 
Now, logic starts to come on at about two, and if it doesn't come on, you're going to have problems with memorizing things like the times tables, which is harder than doing the spelling words because there's no clue in the times tables. And I had terrible trouble learning them. And the reason is that you make an image when you trying to just see it in your mind's eye, you make an image with logic and you've got to pass it across to the other side of the brain and you store and retrieve it in the gestalt side. So if they're not connected well or logic's not fully on or gestalt's not fully on, you're going to have a problem. And the other thing is reading. We read with the creative side of our brain, interpreting all the squiggles on the page, but then we give comprehension with logic. And logic's the thing that gives you the sense of time, your ability to keep the, your attention over time, reading comprehension, learning your math facts, you know, spelling. I cheated in spelling. <laughs> I actually have a very good auditory memory, and I have two auditory sounds for each word. So business is how you say it, bussiness is how you spell it, friend is how you say it, fry end is how you spell it. And, and if you have a high IQ, then you can compensate around. But he is for sure low in his logic functions, which is why mm -hmm. he needs to keep moving. Right. Interesting. So that what won't would, change. So, that won't change. So this over. book would help him. Oh this yes, for sure. Yeah. So he'd be actually quite an easy fix. High IQ, functions okay. Right. He's just yeah. doing it the hard way. Right. Yeah. Mm, thank you. Now, thank you. And and here's my question based on what Marcy said. Then, do children or do people have either one or both? And it's more logic or it's more creative, left yeah. and right, or is it both? Yeah, you can get either. So a true dyslexic is high logic, logostore. They're rarer because they're not a behavioral problem because they can stay still. That's, mm. That was my pattern. And, uh, but the majority is the high gestalt, low logic, and they're the really active ones. And, you know, whether you have the trampoline or the pool, whether you just let him splash and go crazy and stuff, can't sort of settle down, and it's hard. You know, when he gets to be an adult and he's working with other people or if he wants to study something, you know, go to, he, they won't let him do that at university, wandering around, you know, or even at a technical school. Yeah. Kind of expected to be able to sit there while somebody talks to you. Very interesting. You know, it's interesting because as a child, and this is interesting, I was a headbanger. I would sit in the car and I bang my head. And right. as an infant, and I'm a very gentle person, as an infant, <laughs> my parents tell me I broke like three cribs. It was like I needed that rocking. I'd rock myself, and then the crib would break. And my dad told me that when I was little, uh, at night I couldn't go to sleep. So he'd pick me up, and he'd put me in the car, and he'd drive me around the block, right. and I'd be asleep. Yes. So I, I still to this day, I have to move. Now, I don't have – I'm probably borderline because I, um, I was a fair student. I'm highly creative and highly intuitive. Right. And that, you know, and, and so – Yes. Very high. Um, yes. But the other, I'm okay, but I, it, it's harder for me. Like map reading or spatial orientation, very difficult for me. Exactly. That's a logic function. Exactly. So yeah, I can completely yeah. pro profile somebody by just a couple of things that the parent tells me because I know they're going to have access to all those 15 things on that side of the brain. They're going to have problems. So you uh, would say that what I just described is dyslexic or is it? Uh, no, necessary. no, you're a little bit ADD. Interesting. Yeah, that would that would make sense. And that's and, why you do a radio show. It keeps it interesting and it's moving and it's changing for you. It's interesting. Yep. 
Well, and I have you to the desk and made you be, be an accountant. <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? The hole in the wall oh, where you oh, run through it. You should see me when I have to sit at the computer and do mundane yeah. things. You should hear me. I mean, Marcy just listens to me. I, I can't stand this. I've had it. If I have to enter one more number, but the interesting <laughs> thing for me is I have to exercise a lot. I swim. Yeah. I do. I, oh, and I love it's it. Really it's classic, like such a high you're, from you're very life. like your assistant's son. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably, probably in a little bit of a mean you're not version. successful. It doesn't mean that you don't do well in life. It's just that some things are hard. When in fact, anything should be easy. Yeah, yeah. So, what do you make of the baby? And I'm sure I'm not alone. What do you make of the infant rocking and breaking the crib? It's what a is soothing that? thing. I wonder. Did you have right. pressure in your head? Do you remember? I don't remember. Because if you get enough pressure in your head, either as a reaction to food or whatever, whatever you know, you know, reason, banging your head feels good, right? Yeah, and and still to this day as an adult, I'm very food sensitive. Have to watch, right? You know, very very food chemical sensitive. Well, this has been fantastic. What would you like to leave our listeners with today, in terms of you know maybe people don't realize that their kids or their family members are ADD or ADHD or dyslexic. Give us your message and how they can find out about Crossonology, which is a technology that you developed and designed and is helping thousands of people to permanently improve the flow of their brain in less than 10 hours. Well, I would say that if you change someone's brain and integrate it, you change their future and you open a whole vista of things that they can go and do instead of being streamed just into the few things they're able to pass or some hands-on type job, and maybe they're not that enthusiastic about it, which I've seen in many adults. So the website is Crossonology, C-R-O-S-S-I-N-O-L-O-G-Y.com. But, yeah, it doesn't, it's not a lifetime sentence, not at all. All right. Well, Susan, it's been a pleasure to interview you. Thank you. Really, and we'll have to do it again. All right, stay on the line for a minute. Again, okay. Susan McCrossan, Breaking the Learning Barrier eradicating ADD, ADHD, and dyslexia. Crossanology.com, correct? Crossanology.com. All right, folks, remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next week, I'm Patricia Raskin. Write to me, Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. would love to hear from you. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 